Welcome to Life Unedited. This is your lifestyle guide to living a life that is aligned solely with you so that you may find the courage to live the life you desire. I am your host, Tabitha Sweeney, a one-time fitness guru who experienced severe postpartum after becoming a mom who found the strength to divorce a man with suicidal tendencies and a severe drinking problem, and who went on to heal from the loads of Catholic guilt that I was raised with. I have only two goals in my life. One, make sure that every woman knows that she is worthy simply because she was born. And two, I want to watch the patriarchy fall. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind you to grab your membership to the Daily Dose of Life Unedited today. The Daily Dose brings you bonus episodes in between the Friday freebies. This is content that you will not find anywhere else, and I promise it will bring you so much sparkle and joy that you won't believe you're getting it all for only $4.99 a month. Click the link in the show notes and grab your membership now, and then go check out all of the episodes that you have been missing out on. Welcome back, my dear friends. All right, so we are in like the throes of the holiday season. I've been to not a lot, but just enough holiday parties and festivities recently to be thrown back into reality. Sometimes I sit over here and I sit in my little bubble where like people don't trash their bodies and we don't talk about people's bodies and we don't talk about diets and da 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 da. Everything that I have like outlawed as conversation inside my walls, right? But this weekend I was out and I was about and I was at a women's gathering where I stood in line to get our brunch and I was just, it started hitting me like like darts. Like I felt like the dart board. And I could hear it. I could hear it from all over the room. I could hear it from the women sitting next to me, standing in line next to me, going through the line. Oh, I was going to be good. Oh, I was going to. Well, it's okay because you know what? I went to the gym this morning. Oh, well, you know, man, I guess I'm going to eat this, but it's okay because, um, you know, in January, I, I'm going to stop. I know I'm going to regret this later, but I'm just going to eat this right now. I'm going to be bad. Oh, we're being so bad eating this Danish. And I look around at the women's plates and there's like lots of white space left, right? And you're trying to determine is that because they're like, a toddler that doesn't like their food to touch or is it because they don't want to be judged for the amount of food that they put on their plate? And it's amazing because you know what? 
I've been in my career for years. But that mentality is so ingrained in us that it's really, really hard not to slide backwards into it. That mentality is so ingrained in us that the words almost come out automatically and we don't think about them. We are not conscious of what we are saying and the impact it will have, especially if we are sitting by future generations. And as I sit there and I listen to all of these successful women sitting in this group, sharing the same insecurity, my heart shatters into a million pieces and I realize how much more work we still have to do. How many more people we need preaching this message because there's not enough of us. Your body does not determine your worth in any way, shape, or form. I am sitting here right now at 40 years old weighing as much as I did when I gave birth both times to each child. I may even be a little bit above that right now. I'm not, honestly, I'm not sure because I do not weigh myself. I, do, I don't get on a scale. It's not a thing I do. But I am 30 to 40 pounds more than I was the day the world shut down in 2020. Now, here's the thing. There's a multitude of reasons for that. One, I baked a lot of cheesecake. I got really, really good at making cheesecake during COVID, okay? I baked a lot of cheesecake, and I was the only person in the house who liked cheesecake. So um, it really, you know, <laughs> it all went to me. But that's besides the point. The point is, in 2020, we entered survival mode. We entered a period of time where no one before us has lived through this already. And even though we had people comparing this to like the, you know, the flu pandemic of the 1800s or the early 1900s, whenever that was, here's one of the biggest differences. During that time, when people were told to stay home, 
They were only expected to stay home and parent. This time around, everybody stay home, but keep working. Do your same job, but do it from home. But your kids aren't going to school. They're going to be home with you. Oh, and I'm going to close your business so that your clients and the whole way you made money previously can no longer move forward right now. So find a new way to make money, right? And your children need to be on Zooms at this time and this time. Oh, you only have one computer and it is your work computer. It's not one that you let your, well, don't your children have tablets? Oh, your children don't have tablets? Well, I guess you're going to have to stop working so they can get on their Zooms. We went into this in, my kids were little. I had what would have been a preschooler and a kindergartner. I had a business that was completely closed. And I had just told my husband I wanted him to leave, leave that I wanted a divorce. But he was still living in our house because his father had just had surgery. And he was, my ex-husband was still working at the time. And we didn't want the germs in his father. So out of respect for his father, he was still living in our house. When survival doesn't even seem like a strong enough word. Like when I think back to that period... I remember, I don't know about you, but I remember getting up every day and being like, for the first two weeks, I was like, every day, we're going to take a walk. Every day, I'm going to take a walk. And I would get the dog, and at the time, the dog I had worked, she walked so good on a leash. And we would go for a walk. And then like three days in, like one of the kids wanted to come with me. And then like, you know, five days in, both kids were coming with me, and then and then they wanted to bring their bikes, but they didn't ride their bikes. And then we had to stop and we had to walk the bikes. And then the next thing you knew, I was like, forget it. I'm not going for a walk. I don't ever want to go for a family walk again because it's taking us four hours and we only got around one block, right? I will never forget. It was one of the very first walks we took. And I was still like super positive about this, thinking it was only going to be a couple weeks and trying to like have this family time. And we went on a walk and my son was three and he picked up a pine cone and he bit it. And it was so funny and so disturbing. And also the moment when I was like, this walk is not serving me at all. Like it's not helping me clear my head. It's not helping me exercise, right? This is serving no purpose. And we entered survival. And then we stayed there for such a a long time. And while being in the middle of survival, you know, then the businesses opened back up and, but it was a different, it was still survival. It was a different type of survival. And I was diagnosed with ADHD and I was put on different things. And honestly, I lost a lot of spark. And along with that, I also started perimenopause. Woohoo! Thank you to my mother with the strong genes who was, you know, completely done with menopause at 
42. Um, so th- I have science working against me. But if we are really going to strip it away piece by piece, here's the reality. Because all of everything I just told you, everything about being in survival, that's all surface level. Can I tell you what the truth is? The deeper layer, that is the fact that it wasn't a priority. My body, my health, my routines, none of it was a priority. And for some reason as a society, we have determined that it is not okay for women to ebb and flow with life and let themselves take a back seat. Because there are things that they deem of greater importance. And here's the reality. What if it wasn't any of those things? What if it was simply the fact that I just want to enjoy my children? And I don't want to spend hours meal prepping, take two hours in the gym like I used to, train for a half marathon again and go through all of these things that I used to because it's really easy to be like yeah but moms still need to take care of themselves they still need to take the time and you're you're right we do but we have to compare that to the time we were taking previously there is nothing in my life that is going to put me on a track to spend the hours and the finances I used to spend on gym memberships, on training, on meal prepping, on all of these things because those things no longer fit the priority of family time I want. So while I can still be working out, I'm just not working out in the same way I was before. But because our body changes, we deem it that she's letting herself go. She's this. She's that. And we fall into this trap. And that that mindset is so ingrained. It is so deep that when we get together, We're all trying to point out our flaws or let the other person know that we know this isn't the healthiest choice. What if we normalized the idea that all choices are okay? All sizes are okay because our worth is not dependent on our body. It is this crazy concept and it is one that I will preach and share and love until I take my last breath on this earth. When everybody is gathering around at my funeral, I want to hear 
so many women saying she she helped free me from the scale. She helped free me from my body. She helped me start living. She helped me recognize that I'm worthy right now. And it starts by stopping this bullshit at parties. Women should not be feared by what they're putting on their plates. Shouldn't feel judged. Shouldn't need to explain it. And that is my goal in life. So this holiday season, when you walk into a room, a party, a whatever the case may be, and you hear those comments, instead of joining in with me too, Do your best to think of new conversation. Do your best to change the direction of the conversation. Because that's where the change will start. We have to start the change. If we are just waiting for it to happen, we are going to be dead for thousands of years before it starts. So we need to start the change. We need to be the change. You can say something back like when someone's like, oh, I normally wouldn't eat this, but you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm really hungry. And it's, I, I went to the gym yesterday and you can simply say, like nudge them and smile and be like, and it tastes so good. And you know what? You don't need to tell anyone why you're going to eat this. You don't need to justify it. Shit, you know what? Let's even go get a Christmas cookie after. I'll go with you. Let's work on getting comfortable eating in front of other women and accepting our bodies. Who cares how much weight you've gained? Life is not about how much weight you've gained. Life is about what you do with the soul that you have been given. Go out and do something good today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening today. I cannot even begin to tell you how much it means to have listeners supporting my content. If you have not already, don't forget to click the link in the show notes and check out the Daily Dose membership. Also, if you love the content, please help more people find it by leaving us a review. If you didn't love the content, that's okay. Just keep on scrolling. 